Welcome everybody to another edition of the Slasher Sanitarium. I'm your host Troy and we're talking about All of Us Are Dead, Episode 9. Last episode, our main crew was hanging out on the roof of the school when Uber Bully, Guinam, decided to uh, make a little trip up there to visit them. And the episode starts right where we kicked off the last one with Guinam running at Changson on the roof. He proceeds to tackle him down, and then he sticks his thumb into his eye. Because, of course, he wants to take Chung Sun's eye, just like he lost his own. Anja runs up to try to stop them, but he bitch slaps her back. Su Hyuk then runs up to help, and Guinam fights him off as well. Namra begins to start zombieing out, but Guinam asks who they are. Chung Sun says that Guinam isn't a human or a zombie anymore. It seems like he's losing a bit of himself. He doesn't... He He's interacted with these people before. He knows these people before. He knows Chang San still, but it seems like that's like all he remembers now is just that he wants to kill him. So I don't know if each time he gets killed, he's losing more and more of himself, or what it is, but it was a bit odd that he was like confused as to why all these people kept attacking him. When it was like, I'm just here to kill this guy. You guys don't have any part of this. Guinam grabs Chang San again while everyone else tries to take him out. He dispatches with all of the men before Su Hyuk hits him with a board. He then drop kicks Guinam, which breaks his back. Guinam recovers and Namra grabs a board and stabs Guinam in the leg. She grabs him again and he tries to kick her off, but she won't let go. She finally gets him off and she slaps him. He says she smells nice, and they are on the same side. Su Hyuk attacks him again, but Guinam gets on top of him. Namra grabs him and proceeds to chuck him over the roof and down to the courtyard below. Spoiler alert, he ain't dead. Everyone recovers on the roof as Chang Sun watches Anjo. Guinam recovers on the grass outside and says that Namra should be on the same side as him. Which again shows, like, he's already been attacked by her once, and it seems like he has forgotten that, because he's like, oh, she smells like me, so she's like me, so we're the, we're the same. So he he's, like, degenerating more and more each time, so I'm not sure if eventually he'll go full zombie, or if this is if he'll just, like, still only have that singular goal in mind. Back at the quarantine site, Charles Xu, our rooftop survivor, gets some food. We see that the medics that are there are studying Staff Sergeant Li Zhaizhong, who was, of course, fully zombified before. A doctor takes a sample from him, and the military discuss that they, are, they cannot figure out the virus and they cannot identify the origin of it so that they could create a treatment. One of the military men says that the virus continues to mutate and evolve on its own. He says that at an RNA level, it just changes every time that they take a sample of it. So not only did he create a virus that turns people into zombies, but he also created one that is, oh, you know, impossible to cure. Jail and Ho Chiao talk to the military men and explain about the laptop that Byung Chan has, which will provide them with all the information they need. The military captain says they need to send a special mission to the school to get the laptop. 
Xiao Su walks through the crowd of people, and he finds An Ji. She doesn't look pumped to see him at first, which is understandable considering that he didn't go with her when she decided to leave the roof. And she says that he let her go knowing she would die. She says it's fine, it's just the way that he is. Which is a pretty severe burn, but you know, he also kind of deserves it. He's a chicken. She says that she set fire to the school, so it's probably burned to the ground by now. He asks if she is okay because she doesn't seem like herself. Unji says she is hungry, and she gets excited when she's hungry. She says she doesn't want the food that he offers her. She wants something else. She says she wants him, and she would like to eat him. Well, that's good. It's not like they're, you know, already checked out and deemed to be healthy and not infected at all. You know, it's uh, not a good thing to have the happy, you know, go full zombie on everybody in there. But, hey, we'll see. I'm sure it'll work out fine. Back on the school roof, and Ju Young is fixing his glasses. He asks about Guinam, and Shang San says he doesn't think Guinam can die. Daesu says that Namra and him are both half-beasts. Anjo asks if Namra would do that to them, and she responds that they wouldn't believe her even if she says she would. Namra explains that the only thing she has ever done is study. She was too scared to make friends. She never thought that she would get a chance to sit around a fire with all of her friends like this. It's nice, and if they manage to get out of here alive, she would want to make a fire with them and hang out with them again. Anjo says that they'll do that. Hyorung smiles, and Daesu says she looks awkward. Chang San says they should just date already. They proceed to then hear a helicopter coming towards them, and the group all try to flag down the helicopter. The pilot does in fact see him this time, and Daesu hugs Hyoro, who smacks him. The helicopter pushes them back as military soldiers descend out of the roof. They force all the students onto the ground, and they proceed to go around checking temperatures of the survivors. They get to Namra, who has a temperature of 34, which they proceed to say she must have hypothermia, so they put a warming blanket on her. So, is that not a sign that she's a zombie? Like, I guess it's because she's not acting like one at that moment. That they're just like, yeah, I know she's got a temperature like she's a dead body, but hey, you know, she's still walking around. Home base tells them to rescue them after they get the laptop, and they allow them all to get back up. Chang San says that they do not know if there are other survivors. The soldiers rappel down the side of the school, and they use a helicopter to divide them with light. Back over with our archery team. Mi Jin tells the other bathroom survivors to head to the roof since the zombies all ran towards the chopper. And they agree to bring Jun Sung with them, who of course, you know, got stabbed accidentally. The soldiers enter the classroom and fire upon the zombies there. I guess I can cross off most of the people on my list of active characters that are zombified. Jun Sung gets strapped onto to the gurney they made for him as they prepare to get to the roof. Daesu asks Jun Young if they are going to kill all the zombies before rescuing them, but he says he doesn't think so. He notices that they are heading towards the science lab, but of course has no idea why. They wind up shooting Gui Nam for what that's worth, but they get the laptop and head back 
through the crowd of bodies and zombies. The soldiers climb back onto the classroom, and the commander tells them to rescue the students and return to base. Another soldier runs in saying that they had an issue outside, and he tells them to review the tape. The soldiers start to work on getting the survivors out, but good chance that Anjai might have just ruined their chance for rescue. G-Man is told to go first, as the soldiers can only take one person up at a time. The commander watches video of Anji biting Chao Su, then attacking the other soldiers. One of the soldiers says she is infected, but is asymptomatic. Until now, of course. He says that she has a disease, but there was no way to tell that she had it. The soldiers on the roof get Jimin up in the air, but the commander calls over to the team not to rescue any of the survivors, as he says that they should be treated as if they are already infected. He instructs them to shoot anyone that resists. They send G-Men back to the roof, and she was about a foot away from being safe. The soldier points his gun at G-Men, and he is given the green light to shoot them. Shang Sun grabs Anjo and asks if they can just take a few of them, and the soldier fires into the air to back everybody up. The archery group walk outside and see the helicopter near the roof. They reason that they won't get there in time, so they are going to go to a different building. The soldier says he is sorry, and they all fuck off and leave. The zombies all follow the light of the helicopter, which is bad news, since it's heading straight for the archery survivors who are out in the open. It flies overhead and brings with it a wave of zombies. The rooftop survivors all stand around in shock. Hyo Ryung says that they abandoned them. Shang San says that they didn't think they were zombies or they would have they would not have left them alive. He then freaks out and kicks the SOS sign apart and says that nobody else is coming for them and there's no point for it. We go back to the quarantine zone and military men meet with Assemblywoman Park Unhe. They ask her about helping Suju escape, and she tells them to aim the camera at her. She says she is being interrogated for aiding in the escape of a police officer. She's a fire EMS guy. She says that she was not an accomplice, she was a perpetrator. She says that Suju Soju went to go save his daughter after he rescued her. She didn't care if it wasn't allowed, and others uh, and says that she told him to go, and she offers to take full responsibility. Of course, it's all presented in a very this is going to be on the news later, and this is going to help me get reelected. Soju is near Chang San Chicken and thinks he sees his daughter in the window, but it's just a mannequin. He then finds a man in the street. The man says his wife and baby are trapped in a car that has crashed. Soju says he cannot help the man because he needs equipment to cut through the frame of the car, and he needs to go and save his daughter. So Ju says that they will send rescue soon, but the man says the monsters are going to come first. Soju gives the man a bottle of water and tells him to hang in there. The man then pulls a gun on Soju when he tries to walk away. Byung Chan says into a recording that there is no hope left. Soju tells the man that if he shoots him, the zombies will come running, and he's going to die anyways. The man drops the gun and begs for help, but Soju runs as lightning cracks in the sky. Byung Chan continues to talk about visiting a shaman on his way home. 
he shows him a prayer that he was given that said everything would be okay after it, and of course, it wasn't. Bungie is strapped down and she yells out that she's not a zombie. I mean, the blood all over your mouth, probably not the best way to make a compelling case, but hey, you know. The military doctors say that she is either positive or negative depending on when they test her. They say it's a mutation, and the human part and the monster part are fighting each other. The commander asks if there are others like her, and the doctor says that it's best to assume that people are infected even if they do not appear to be. The commander says to separate anyone from Hyosan and anyone that was rescued later on. The assemblywoman returns to her group. One of her aides is upset that she used them for her campaign. The military return and say that they are all getting handcuffed during transport and taken into seclusion. One of the aides says that they will need to make a human shield around the assemblywoman to make sure that she is safe, but all of this is for nothing, as they're just taken away anyways. The military grab them all and take them away, as, lo- as well as Orange Gibberish, Sibin, Jail, and Hochal. They're all taken away and secluded away. Back to the rooftop. It starts to rain. Well, that will help with the smell, at least. They all stand out in the rain and just enjoy it. Anjo starts to cry, as does Hyo Rung. Jimin joins them and asks, what the fuck? Everyone else joins in and has a good cry over everything that has happened so far. It's something you don't normally see in zombie movies or zombie shows. A time that everyone just kind of reflects on everything that's been happening and all of their loss and just, like, lets it all go. Like, just completely breaks down and lets it go. We see Guinam jump into a classroom, and the thunder is seriously fucking with him. Changsan says that maybe if they move every time there is thunder, they'll be safe. He says they should go through the tennis courts and then out to the mountain behind the school. Anjo says that they can hike to the next town over and be safe. Hyorung says that she doesn't want to go, but Changsan says they're the only ones who can save themselves. He offers to run and lead the zombies away from the group so they can all get away. Namra says it is very loud, and all the scents came to her at once, but were all jumbled. Daesu says that if the half-bee says it, it must be true. Chang-san asks what a half-bee is, and Daesu starts to explain it, but then he says, uh, it's just somebody you can rely on. That's, that's all. Doesn't mean half-zombie at all. He says she is strong, but she claims that she is not strong right now. Chang-san says that they need to pair up and keep each other safe. Daesu offers his hand to Hyo-rung, but she grabs Jimin instead. Bujin and Jun Young team up, and Daesu offers his hand to Anjo, but she grabs Chang-san's instead. Su-hyuk and Namra also pair up, and since there are nine survivors, that means that Daesu is left without a partner. They quietly walk down the stairs, and Chang-san leads the way. None of the zombies are anywhere to be seen. They stop after they hear a few of them at the base of the stairs, but more lightning hits which causes them to get up and wander off. It proceeds to get very intense as they walk across the hall and past a few of them. Outside, Mijin watches the zombies all act like morons from their hiding spot. The archer crew agree now that it is time to head out and towards the mountain. 
I feel like there's another group of people who might be planning to do the same thing, but I just can't remember. Is there a chance that I'll be able to stop referring to two different groups and having to bounce back and forth? That eventually we're going to combine into one survivor group? Because that would be great. Shang Sun says he will lure the zombies away and everyone else can run, but Anjo prevents him from doing this. She says they will both go. He agrees and they all slide along the far wall. They run past the windows of classrooms, but with the lightning hitting, nothing attacks them. They get out into the courtyard and Shang Sun sees his mother standing outside. At first, he sees her and she calls out his name, but then he sees the real her, which of course would be the zombified version. He says, not you, mom, and stares at her as the episode ends. I was curious if they were going to do this, if we were going to get him realizing that his mother is a zombie. And in an episode that already had them go from being elated that, hey, this is finally over, we're getting rescued, to, oh my gosh, we're all going to die because nobody's going to rescue us, to them being like, okay, we're going to rescue ourselves, to now being like, okay, even if I survive, like, I don't have a family left anymore because here's my mother and she's gone. So quite a roller coaster ride for Chang San. And of course, we have the ever-present Guinam out there. That's not going away anytime soon. I'm not sure how they're going to resolve this, considering that he has been killed like six or seven times now. Which I guess it's good that they have shown that they can at least temporarily uh, destroy him without like him being just like constantly through there, but he is he is the thing that just will not stop at this point. So and we have a plan. We have them trying to get out of Hirosan and getting to the next town over, which I I guess this is only centrally located here at this point, so it seems like yeah if they can get even to like a, a border of the next city they might be able to you know at least get quarantined off i don't know what that'll do for namra considering that they already see now what a half bee is like but yeah we'll see we've still got i think about four episodes left of this and uh it's been a lot of fun and we have a second season coming so that's why i'm trying to uh go ahead and get caught up on this so that way when the second season comes out i can go ahead and cover that too But thank you for listening, and I will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye!